0: Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Dear Christians, today we observe Holy Cross Day, a day in which our eyes are fixed upon the cross. Well, not really upon just some big giant wooden tee, but rather upon the one Who hung on the cross, who bled on the cross, who died on the cross, all to forgive every sin we have ever committed, all to grant us eternal life and salvation. Jesus dying on the cross, rising from the dead, is the most important event that ever happened in this world. For you, it means everything, because it's only by the cross of Christ that you will live forever. Every other thing will pass away. Every other thing will be taken from you. Every other thing will wear out, break down, and die, even your own body. That's why the cross of Jesus is so very important. That's why the cross of Jesus is the focus of our faith. That's why the cross of Christ is the most important thing. At least it should be. I know the reality of your life. It's probably not too different from mine. It's busy, hectic, stressful, so much so that oftentimes the important things become obscured. They slip through the cracks placed on the back burner. We spend our days working for the man, paying taxes, driving on our commute, while critiquing the other drivers as they drive on their commute. We Take our kids to practices. We cook our meals. We eat them. We brush our teeth. We floss. We go to bed. We get up the next day and we do it all over again. And the important things stay on the back burner. They stay obscured from our eyes. At times, they're even forgotten. After all, we can worry about them at a later date. We become complacent about the important things. We become apathetic, and our eyes go from one thing to the other and never stop and focus where they truly ought to be. Sometimes God wakes us from our stupor. It takes a truly earth-shattering event, oftentimes, to refocus us on what is important, something that makes us take stock of our lives, to assess our values and what we spend our time on. Sometimes God allows an earth-shattering moment to reveal all the vanities of the world as exactly that, vanity, to allow a time when the meaningless of wealth and power and politics lays bare before our eyes so that all that's left standing is what's truly important. when we can say, along with those in our gospel lesson, sir, we wish to see Jesus. One of those earth-shattering events is commemorated today For 18 years ago in New York, an event happened that changed the course of all of our lives and even our nation, leading them to where we are now. You remember what happened. Four airplanes hijacked, used as weapons. Dozens of buildings damaged, many completely destroyed, including two 100-story skyscrapers and even our own Pentagon. Almost 3,000 people killed in the matter of an hour, body parts still being discovered now, 17 years later, wedged between buildings, billows of smoke, toxic dust People screaming and shouting, covered in blood. The world changing. When those moments rock us out of our stupor, where is it that we can look? Do we look to politicians? They could not stop the events of that day. Civil servants such as firefighters and police officers, as brave as they are, they were killed too. Entire fire trucks buried in the rubble of fallen buildings. Fathers and mothers to whom children look to for help and support and care and love were killed all the same. Even children, eight of them on the hijacked planes, had their lives taken in an instant. When an event that earth-shattering comes, where do we look? What hope do we have? What peace could there be? Our souls are shaken to the very bones. There's only one place to look at such a time. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. That was a common theme at the time, do you remember? Churches were filled. They came to hear about Jesus, a message of hope that the world could not overcome, that terror could not take away. After all, Christ says, whoever loves his life loses it, but whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. That means terrorists cannot take it away. That means destruction was not the end. It means that all of those who were gone, if they believed in Jesus, were not just dust and pieces of bone, but if they believed in Jesus, they were still with Jesus. In the days that followed September 11th, the realization struck home for so many that our lives weren't really ours, that they could be taken from us at any time, and that at the moment that our life came to its end, only Jesus and his word would matter. Only Christ crucified and resurrected could defeat the pall of death that covers our land only Jesus, whose name was glorified upon the cross so that in him we might have forgiveness, life, and salvation would matter. Only Jesus. And so as we reeled and hurt and mourned and struggled, we prayed, Lord, we wish to see Jesus. You see, the really, truly important thing, the thing that stayed standing no matter what tragedy strikes is Jesus. And it always is, even today. The people whose lives were lost that fateful day, their only hope could have been Christ. The people who mourned and still mourn, only way that mourning could be softened was in the knowledge of Christ. On that day, at least for a time, we understood this world is temporary, and that in only in Christ would we have something permanent. When we're in Christ, nothing, not death nor life nor rulers nor powers nor heights, nothing could separate us from God. That day really revealed that truth, did it not? It shook us to the core caused us to look to the cross of Jesus at least for a time. Because as always happens, life returned to normal. Churches emptied out again. Images of smoke and death and suffering were forgotten. The wars that began at that time and even continue today, have also been forgotten. Who wants to think of such difficult things when there are other things to do? And so it is. That the important things in our lives are often obscured from our eyes. The important things in our life are often set on the back burner. We're back to our jobs, our families, our commutes, our cooking and eating and bill paying, working for the man. We're back to going to the lake for the weekend and skipping church. We're back to the kids have too much homework to make it to confirmation on Wednesday evening. We're back to the we need a few more bucks for ourselves, so we won't help those in need. We're back to the normal football, a three-hour game where we'll sit in the sun, but boy, A one-hour church service is too long. And so it is that our short attention span is really laid bare. You know the truth. Whether it happens tomorrow or eighty years from now, all of us will one day die we put that truth on the back burner we don't look directly at it pretend like it's not drawing near we know that life is precious but we act like the possessions of this life are more important we tell ourselves you only live once even though God's Word says that in him we'll live forever We say that God's word is important, but our actions show that we don't really think it's important enough to suffer for. The word of the cross is folly to the world, but the word of politicians becomes sacred, retweeted, talked about ad nauseum on the TV the important things get lost for all of us dear christians repent do not be lulled to sleep repent Our sinful world wants you to think that everything here is fine, but it's not. The world wants you to think you can have it all on your own terms, but you cannot. The world is dying. The world is broken. In this world, you will suffer. Do not be lulled to sleep. For you do not know if God will wake you up with fiery serpents in your midst or plane attacks or mass death before your day comes. Do not be lulled to sleep, but instead, in response to God's word, by the Holy Spirit's work, keep your eyes on Jesus. He alone has overcome the world. He alone has died for all sin. He alone will create the world that is to come, that is perfect, where things are fine and good, where righteousness endures, where peace really, truly exists. Christ is the one who promises to take you to the place where there will be no terror, no horror, no suffering, no sorrow. He alone, by his work on the cross, can take you to life eternal, where nothing can hurt you or harm you. So when Sunday morning comes, even if you spent the night before cheering the Huskers, get up on Sunday and say, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. When your job becomes stressful and busy and you're asked to come in and work on Sunday morning, say, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. When your family pressures you to skip on Wednesdays for practice or homework or whatever, reply, I wish to see Jesus. Because you know the truth, only Jesus rescues. Only Jesus saves. Only Jesus will bring you through the suffering of this world and into the peaceful world that is coming. Only Jesus defeats death. Only Jesus has risen again to life eternal. Only Jesus has promised grace and mercy. Only Jesus promises that you will live forever. Christ calls you through his word to wake up. Christ sends his Holy Spirit to bring what is most important from the back burner to the forefront. Christ sends his word to remind you that your days are limited in one way or another. But that he has overcome the world by his cross, by his death, by his resurrection. Dear Christian, the world seeks to lull you to sleep, desiring you to forget the moments of clarity when what is most important comes to the forefront, like on September 11th. The world wishes to kill you, whether quietly with apathy or suddenly and violently. The world cares not, cares not if you live or die. You do not know what tomorrow holds. Don't let anything or anyone, not even your pastor, keep your eyes from Jesus. Look what he's done for you. Look to his cross, where he died for you. Look to his empty tomb, foretelling your own tomb. Look to his word. Look to Jesus. For it is in Christ and Christ alone that the power and wisdom of God is made known. It's in Christ alone that you have salvation. Lord, keep our eyes on Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.